Hey, and welcome to The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Bronsilva, and on this show, we're going to be breaking it down with real moms on topics I absolutely love. We're going to be talking about ambition, working, raising kids, mental health, and anything and everything in between. My first guest is the one and only Mindy Kaling, and I was so excited to talk to her. I got the opportunity to sit down with her thanks to my former job as the editor of Parenting.com. Mindy and I chatted about everything. We talked raising kids in the pandemic, her own insecurities about motherhood, and how she makes time to stay healthy. So I hope you'll check it out. And if you like it, be sure to let me know. Subscribe, like it, do all the things. And I can't wait to bring you more interviews with some of my favorite moms. So stay tuned. for chatting with me. Hello, Bethany. How's it going? Good, good. Um, I want to jump right in and I'm wondering just what um, healthy habits you have or how do you make time for healthy habits and that's really both physically and mentally? Well, I think it's, as you said, it is challenging and um, for me, uh, my entire life was uprooted and changed um, about, you know, a little less than a year ago with everyone else where I, uh, now I work from home, I have two jobs and uh, I take care of both of my kids at home. And so for me, um, so much of my life was being on sets and now I have to do everything from home. And my biggest change has been a journey of just kind of self-care and trying to live well. And um, for I've had to be like a chef at home for my kids, which is the first time I've ever. And so really mastering easy recipes. Um, I was so excited to partner with Campbell's and do well. Yes, because I'm, I'm actually like literally drinking it right now. It's just an incredibly convenient, delicious way to like get veggies packed into my kids' meals. Um, and so, um, and so, yeah, like that. I've I've had to learn all these different skills that I were never required of me before, <laughs> like being a personal chef to two children and myself. Um, and you know, and but I've been working at it and this year I feel really good. Like, I think that coming into 2021, um, I tried not to make any super tough resolutions because I knew that I would not be able to do them. And so I'm just trying to cut myself a little slack and, um, just be nutritious. That's been the big thing. Not try to to be skinny, not try to be perfect, but just try to like eat nutritiously and, um, be like a, a happy person who celebrates small wins. I, I love that. I mean, I'm a mom of two as well. And I was never a big cook prior to, you know, stay at home orders. And like you said, now we're, we're cooking, we're teaching and all of that. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, um, do you ever get cooking fatigue? <laughs> and, and um, I have to just admit, admit this morning, my son is in school part-time. I, I, I threw in a half a sandwich from yesterday that he like, and so I guess it's a two-part question. Tell me about cooking fatigue and how you combat that. And then what is the most embarrassing or maybe thing you wouldn't want to admit that you let your kid eat recently? Oh, that's so, what a great question. So Bethany, I think the cooking fatigue is so real. And I used to be this person where I would, you know, I would want to cook a wow meal and it's been three or four hours cooking. And then the experience of it was so exhausting that I wouldn't want to do it forever. And then when you have kids and with my daughter who just like refuses to eat leftovers, 
I've had to cook every day. And this idea that I would spend hours cooking just like went out the window. I have too, like too much doing besides, besides doing her school and besides doing working on writing for my shows. Um, I now, I, I consider my cooking time 15 minutes, like literally. But with, what's been good about that is that um, normally you'd think like, okay, well that must mean that they're eating not sort of like in nourishing nutritious ways, but it hasn't been the case. Like I take like, I have an air fryer, which changed the game. Um, I'll take like a piece of chicken or fresh fish, marinate it, throw it in there. Like I'll give my daughter a well, yes soup. And then we'll have like sweet potatoes or pasta or something like that. And some, you know, air, air fried broccoli or salad. And it's like so easy. So in that, and I literally just give myself like 15 or 20 minutes and that's, that's it. And so the worst thing that I've given my daughter, um, when she was still going to preschool before all this, I would say that um, um, I think, okay, I, I feel, I do feel guilty about this, but I think for sending, I would send her to school for like, um, I think I've sent her to school with like a cupcake before as like her meal. Like I would send her cupcakes with some, um, because I knew that's all she would want to eat. And right. so I'd leave like that with like some goldfish crackers or something like that. Um, yeah, it happens. My pediatrician always says, look at the week, not each day. So if okay. she's getting the whole week, something nutritious, then it's, I think it's fine. Okay. But um, speaking of your daughter, I mean, we all know kids, you know, mimic and, and do what they see. And so have you noticed I mean, when you're taking time to take care of yourself mentally and physically and making the time to, you know, consciously, you know, make healthy, make, make healthy choices and be present. Have you noticed a shift? Does your daughter take that in or is she still too young? You think? Yeah, she definitely takes that in. I think that's a great question. I think, um, for me, uh, I used to feel really guilty about doing things like, so I used, I was that woman who would like love to go to spin class. And I would love to go to these group classes. And, and of course, all of that stopped last March. And so for now, I am really lucky. I have a little room. I have a little gym at my house. So I have, there's an elliptical and a treadmill in there. And so she knows like that I will, you know, four times a week go in there and go for a run or go do the elliptical. And she loves coming in and like she will, if I'm lifting or doing something like that, she has a little pink one pound weight and she'll lift too. <laughs> And I do think that that's something I never saw my parents doing growing up. Like exercise was not a part of our life in our house growing up. And I think uh, I I want her to see that example. But you know, the thing is the good, they follow your good examples and your bad examples too. Um, I, you know, I try not to watch TV in front of her. I try to wait till she's asleep and, you know, I watch TV in my, my bedroom, but she, she like now knows that I do that as well. So I always try to tell her that when she goes to bed, that's when I'm going to bed too. And she's like, no, I think you're watching TV. And like, I don't want to lie to her. So I'm like, I do sometimes a little bit. So, you know, they really do pay attention to everything. So I really, I've had to be careful. Absolutely. And then you did mention a little bit about this, especially with the soup, you know, how you get your daughter to eat healthy. My kids are really picky. I know a lot of parents struggle with picky eaters. It sounds like your daughter is, is eats pretty well, uh, but do you have tips for getting those, you know, nutritious foods in without a battle? Uh, I think it's super challenging. And I think that my, my daughter, like anyone else goes through phases. Uh, for me, it's like, I will take something that's like 
something like from for instance like i love the butternut squash pumpkin soup but she her favorite is to, the tomato well yes and so she'll eat that it's full of veggies and then i'll give her like a grilled cheese it, like also you know and so for her it's like this incredibly decadent meal but it's actually not that bad for her and i know that she's getting a ton of veggies in her soup um but I'm like everyone else, you know, like I went through that phase where I would make little muffins that were filled with spinach that they couldn't taste, but were bright green. And for a while that kind of worked, but then I felt like my daughter was onto it. And so I, the lately, the thing that the truth is, is like the way that I got her hooked on salmon was that I just kept serving it to her. Like, I think a lot of times if I'm not particularly feeling like I have the strength if my daughter's like not going to eat any of her food I just won't feed her something again because I'm like I hate the waste and I hate all of that but I just my doctor my pediatrician said you have to have a kid try something 10 times before they'll actually eat it which feels like a awful awfully wasteful but I actually just committed to doing that and it was like clockwork for a couple things like um like with uh sauteed broccoli, for instance, I probably more than 10 times I had to serve it to her before she started eating it. And now she loves it. And so that takes a commitment and that takes a lot of patience. Um, and that's a lot of food waste. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's tough. That, that can be kind of tough, but I've had, I have like, she's into like salmon and broccoli. Uh, those are my two big ones that I'm like, that she will eat all the time. And I'm like, you know what, if that's all she eats for a couple of years, that's fine. That's awesome. That sounds like a big win. But yeah. my final question um, is, you talked about, you know, small wins. And, you know, I think a lot of women, especially moms, and me included, we look to you for a lot of inspiration and maybe just maybe a break in our day just to laugh. But, you know, on Instagram, <laughs> you, know, you do bring a lot of joy and happiness. Oh, I can speak you. of that firsthand. But um, I'm wondering, do you have any just sort of like parting words as we wrap up the interview? Yeah, I... I am like, I think a lot of women where I have really high standards for myself and I have it professionally and personally. And um, I see pictures of other people doing really fun things. Like they, they created like an obstacle course for their kids in the backyard. And I get, I feel so um, guilty or jealous that I didn't think of that. And meanwhile, my daughter's watching the Grinch for the 90th time on TV. And I didn't have the, I didn't have the creativity and the patience to do an obstacle course with her or whatever, you know, like I am that mom too, that, and I think, I think the thing that I've decided to come to terms with in 2021 is that, um, I'm going to ignore those feelings of jealousy and be like, this is a this is a short time in the scheme of her childhood and that if she watched a little bit too much tv during this past 10 months and for the next couple months like that's going to be okay and she's going to eventually go back to school and maybe she didn't get to do an amazing obstacle course in the backyard or maybe I didn't feel like doing another crafts project with her because it was just like too messy in the kitchen I didn't want to deal with the cleanup and like and um and that it's gonna be okay I was not raised with any of that stuff and I turned out pretty happy and successful and so I think uh just allowing myself to um to not have those feelings um to or to not be affected by those feelings is uh is huge for me yeah it takes practice but really thank, you, thank you so much I really yeah. appreciate the time thanks Bethany great talking to you